This is the Savage Truth Podcast with Pastor Roy Dockery, and I want to thank you for joining me again for another episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed our last discussion um, as we kind of go through this uh, series that I'm calling Know Your Why, right? So we had a discussion about um, being able to distinguish the difference between knowing who, you know, where, where people knowing who you are versus what you do. And so to to give you some insight, to give you a, a view into um, into my mind, into kind of some of the things that, that I do so you can understand um, my heart and a lot of times the context in which I'm coming from, um, I decided to do this uh, this series somewhat inspired by the um, event that I attended in Los Angeles, Brave Work, and some uh, and some choice uh, timely words from uh, from Curtis Zachary. So, with that said, uh, like I said, we ended the last episode with um, with why I um, why I do poetry and why is that a way that I express myself, and so that segment. Um, and that episode essentially ended with me getting to the point to where I discussed the fact that it was uh, poetry that led to me or me writing a poem that led to me actually creating um, and writing and then ultimately performing my first hip hop song. So this episode will be about, um, you know, from a know your why perspective, but um, why I do hip hop or why I do Christian hip hop more specifically. Um because that is another um, dynamic of myself. So those who listen uh, to the podcast, you know, you have the intro song, which is I'm a Christian. Anyone who does not know, that is my song uh, that I wrote and recorded. Um, so and I've been doing Christian hip hop now for over 18 years since roughly October of 2001. And it is now 2020. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of a, <laughs> a veteran at hip hop at this point. But a lot of times I think it, it may, you know, even just because of my, my, my public persona, my profession, um, even my calling from a pastoral perspective, I think a lot of people tend to see a, a conflict or somewhat of a, not necessarily a disconnect, but um, it's hard for people to draw, draw the correlation uh, between all of those points. So I think building from poetry uh, to hip hop is, is just an interesting transition to take. And so we can see the way that that life kind of transitions me um, from one stage to the next in a way that um, in a way that different opportunities and different occasions just kind of built me into who I who I currently am. So when it comes to hip hop, like I said, we left off on the last episode with the fact that, you know, my first um, you know, my my first performance was based on a, uh, a poem that I wrote about some 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 family members of mine, young cousins who had who had died. All of them died. Um, from gun violence, um, one, one shot, um, one shot, uh, yeah, just, I'm not, actually, I'm not even going to get into that. So <laughs> I don't want to touch on that at the moment, but, um, all three of my, all three of my cousins have been shot. So going into the, the whole concept of starting to look at and to, and to do hip hop was, was interesting for me because, you know, as a person who was largely introverted for the majority of their life, I was not. Um, I was not somebody that was fond of or that really enjoyed speaking in public. Right, so it was not my. 
it was not my first inclination to take something that I had written down, stand in front of a large crowd of individuals and therefore share that information, right? The only person up until this point in my life that I had shared poetry with was the girl that I tried to date. Um, And the poetry did work um, if you missed the last episode. But that was the only context in which I had really ever um, shared anything that I had wrote or put my emotions or my feelings on on a stage or on a platform in a manner in which other people could criticize it, could could judge it, could like it, could hate it um, either way. So the first hip hop concert I did, which was a talent show at North Carolina A&T, was the most terrifying public <laughs> uh, public event I've ever attended. Right. Like uh, like A&T was notorious for booing acts during um during our homecoming talent show so you know the the aggie pride was only was on can only be met or measured also by aggie resentment for people who who get up publicly to display skills that people don't have an affinity for uh to give you an idea like at the believe at one point we booed chris rock uh i think we've booed big sean um i think you know we booed like (laughs) Like um, like G Dep and I think like Dipset because they had something negative to say about North Carolina, uh, but like our school was notorious for booing not only talent show acts, but our, like I think we booed Ricky Smiley. Um, like we're notorious for booing people in general. We boo famous people. There's no there's no discrimination, right? We will we will equally boo anybody who steps on a stage. So if one being somebody who does not. Um, who, you know, who was not fond of or comfortable really speaking in public. I was not an extroverted individual, but I kind of got put into this position where I felt like the song had a good message. I felt like the song conveyed emotions and feelings that maybe other people were dealing with. But more than anything, the song had a, a passionate plea to to drive people towards the gospel because you don't know when your last day is. Right. So more than anything, I think what allowed me to overcome my fear was that it was tied to my faith and was like, this is a way that I can share my faith with people um, in a way that I probably would not be comfortable doing it any other way. Right. Other than having individual conversations based on some um, some some identified commonality or, you know, similar upbringing or background or we're from the same area. Like I wasn't going to be out there generating conversations with many people to talk to them about Jesus, even though I had this newfound faith that I wanted to that I that I wanted to run out and share the world with, even though I was just beginning to understand the process of faith myself. But having music as a tool and as a method for me to be able to communicate what was in my heart, um, whether it was pain, fear, faith, victory, um, failure, you know, apprehension, anxiety, whatever emotion it was um, that I felt that I basically poured into that first song. The first time I stepped on stage and performed and we managed to not get booed, even though I think every other hip hop act that day at the talent show was booed off stage. Um, we managed to not boo and to persist um, and to make it through. And I think we wound up getting like second place in that um, in that talent show. It was just an interesting experience. And the way that people reacted to the 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 visible verbal performance and articulation of things that were always on my mind and things that I used to write in private kind of set something off for me, right? It it was kind of like, I'm, you know, I'm still nervous speaking in public, 
but just kind of like I, you know, I got the reaction that I desired when I shared my feelings with the girl that I had an attraction to and we wound up dating and ultimately wound up getting married, putting my story, putting my feelings, putting my thoughts and my perspectives into a song um, and then performing it in front of people being vulnerable. I mean, at times, like I said, I don't think I ever performed this song without physically crying um, because it's a song about people who are in my family that I love who actually died. So like being able to show that um, that much emotion and that much vulnerability and it not uh, and it not act as a detractor for people, but it actually attracted people more um, to to my story or or wanting to share or wanting to be transparent themselves. Right. So unbeknownst to me at that time, that degree of transparency and the ability to articulate um, the way that the way that I felt and the, the things that I experienced started even positioning me then um, as a leader and as somebody that people looked up to for advice, that people looked up to as a as a as a, as a, an assistant or somebody that can help them convey a message or relate their feelings or to express themselves. Right. So that is how like that, like, so that's like the, 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 the earlier introduction of hip hop. And the reason that I continued to use it in the way that it continued to grow over time, even though I took like a six or seven year hiatus, um, from performing, like the reason I've always retained in and continue to, to move as a, as a recording artist is because the one thing about poetry is that you write a poem, you put it in a book, you put it in a journal, and you kind of tuck it away. So a lot of times, like until you sit down and go and grab that book or grab that page or open that journal and go back to that exact thought, to go back to that exact page, a lot of times I feel like you actually start to get disconnected from your own emotion. Because when when writing is your is your method for for like extracting emotion in in passion in in apprehension from yourself like when you can put that on paper and basically seal that thought and seal that feeling and then just tuck it away in a drawer then you can almost hide from yourself so the thing that i found interesting about hip hop is one i'm recording it into a fashion one where I can easily have access to it no matter where I am. I don't have to stop and pick up a book. I don't have to stop and grab a journal. Like it's in my playlist. It's mixed into my music. At the time, it would have been mixed in with my Tupac, um, with my Biggie, with my Nas, with, you know, with my Jadakiss, DMX, or, you know, whatever else was on the playlist. My music was mixed in with it. So while I'm listening to the messages and the stories of other people, there would always be um, there would always be a message from me to me mixed into the like mixed into the the music that I consumed and that I listened to. So that also allowed me to be held accountable to the fact that when I share these feelings publicly, when I share these thoughts um, and these emotions and these anxieties and these apprehensions publicly, like now I've exposed public vulnerability. Right now, I've told people what I struggle with. Now, I've told people what I've overcome. Now, I've told people, um, you know, the sins that I'm dealing with, the the, um, the the passions that I have, the fears that I have. And so when people understand that and know that about you, like if they take you at your word and now you've put this out in a public space and you've shared it 
with people in a, in a public forum, like now people can criticize you for it. Now people can hold you accountable, right? Now people can do these things um, where you basically open yourself up to further um, to further criticism and you kind of, you know, and, and you kind of expose your wounds to the public. So one of the reasons that I continue to do hip hop is because regardless of my position, regardless of my profession, regardless of my progression in life, whether that's um, spiritually, you know, financially, um, academically, whatever it may be, like the 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 level setting, the 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 clarity, the degree of honesty I can show in music has surpassed any other way that I have to communicate. Right. No matter no matter what I what I write in a blog, no matter what I write in a book, no matter what I write, um, you know, on social media and stories that I share, even me being here now and constructing thoughts and presenting podcasts. There's something about the way that the, the muse of, of music and poetry combined in the way that I get to express a thought in the way that I get to express emotion, the way that I get to express a perspective in that artistic form, to me, is the most genuine way that I can express myself, right? And so it's the most genuine way I feel I can express myself, but I also know it's not the most effective form of communication, right? I know everybody can't listen to hip hop. Everybody can't keep up with the cadence. Everybody can't understand the metaphors and the similes um, in, the, in the structure of the, you know, of, of the words and even some of the, the messages. Everybody can't get the illustrations and the imagery um, that's built into, um, that's built into the delivery of the lyrics and like the illustrations that I'm trying to paint with my words. But the funny thing is, I really make music for me. Right. And so to say that the reason why I make hip hop, because hip hop is the hip hop is a passionate way that I talk to my own spirit. Hip hop is a creative way that I speak to my own conscience. Like hip hop is how I connect with myself. Right. It's, it's how I it's how I it's how I reconcile the different parts of my identity. It's how I it's how I can take issues of race and politics and systemic injustice and faith and um and you know and professional um and professional development and family and marriage and you know and pain and you know and diseases and and everything else, right? And I can put it all in one song. Where like there's very other places when I when I stand in a pulpit to preach a sermon and when I'm putting when I'm putting a message in context for people, um, you know, of, of whatever the, the, the topic may be. But just putting the gospel in light for different people like that's a very specific window when I stand in front of a crowd of executives and I'm talking about um, and I'm talking about, you know, leading millennials or I'm talking about um, dynamic ways to recruit and retain employees or I'm just talking about deploying um, technology, right? When I'm when I'm in front of a group of artists and I'm talking to them about how to be creative. When you know, if I'm if I'm at an event and I'm speaking about social injustice or racial reconciliation in the American church, like all of those things are segments of who I am, right? So in certain areas, based on what I do, I get to speak from a part of 
who I am. So in technology, I get to speak from the part of me that's kind of techie, kind of nerdy, loves, you know, computers, loves automation, um, you know, and, and loves technology. But then when I'm in a in an artistic space, I got I kind of get to speak from the poetic side of myself, right? And then when I'm in in a, in a even business environments or leadership environments, I get to speak from that that leader part of me. But the the beauty of hip hop is hip hop allows me to speak at one time in every context of my existence. Right. In one song, I can talk about being a businessman, a father, a Christian, you know, uh, an artist, you know, a son. Like I can put all of that in one song and basically touch on every angle of my existence. And put it to music. And I don't know any other way that I could do that um, outside of hip hop. I don't know any other way I could I could speak messages to myself that would wind up being timeless. There's nothing crazier than listening to old music and being able to hear and almost visualize um, the exact point of, you know, just the exact point of history that you were in, how you felt emotionally, what relationships you were in, who you were dating, where you were working, what you were studying, what you were focused on, right? I've got um, I've got songs that talk about being vegan. I've got songs that talk about the keto diet when I was eating bacon, right? I've got music um, talking about, you know, I've got music talking about two different girls that I wound up not marrying, but I thought I was so in love with, right? Like the, the transparency and the reality and even the growth that I've been able to see through my own music continues to be a testament of my story. So it's just amazing that um, I've been able to use hip hop as a way, one, to chronicle my story, but then it's also it's also a way for me to read myself back pages of my life. And I appreciate that. So that's why I do hip hop. I do hip hop because it's a means for me to tell stories to myself. It's a means for me um, to kind of keep a chronological um chronological timeline of my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions and and my priorities and my passions and what I care about because when music comes on and I sit down to and I sit down to write a song it's the fullness of my heart or it's the brokenness of my heart that writes that song so I either write from a place of peace and joy or I write from a place of frustration and pain and those are pretty much the only two angles that I write from um that's not everybody but that's just me but those two extremes are are the, the the realest aspects of my personality, right? They're the they're the rawest parts of my of my um of, of my existence. And so to be able to 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 capture that through hip hop and then at different periods in time to be able to go back and see where I was and, and where I've progressed from um and to see you know what I'm still struggling with that I was struggling with 10 years ago or 12 years ago or has my concept of church change? Has my concept of faith changed? Has my theology changed? Has my ideology changed? Has my identity changed? And I've seen all of that happen through my music. Um, so I do hip hop because it keeps me honest. And if anything, when I put thoughts out into the world, when I put my personality into musical form um, and, and put it out there for people to consume, then they have no choice but to know me. So like I let people know sometimes, if you want to know who I am, you want to know more about who I am, probably want to listen to my music because <laughs> you can get some stuff from a podcast topic, but I'm still talking about specific topics, except for now when I'm talking about why um, I do particular things. But if you want to know who I am, I would suggest you listen to some of my music. 
Um, listen to it slow, <laughs> slow it down, run it back. I'm not, I don't even care if you become a fan, but listen to my music and you'll, and you'll get a greater understanding. And hopefully it inspires you to use something honest to show, um, to, to show your vulnerability so that you can be transparent with the world because that's what hip hop allowed me to do. So this is Pastor Roy and that is why I do hip hop.
blessed name, I ain't supposed to my chance to sing. And now I gotta